0: Greetings. As we worship here in God's Cathedral, I want to just share some reflections with you. I am missing travel, whether it be a day trip to Longwood Gardens to meander through the meadows, or a canceled trip to see our son in upstate New York. I am really missing travel. Travel for me means the chance to explore. It's the excitement of discovery. It's seeing new ways of doing regular things. It's the adventure of the unknown and it's finding new images of beauty. But while the stay at home order of this pandemic has taken away my freedom to travel safely, it has given me something in return it has given me more unstructured time. I know this certainly is not true for many of you who are doing childcare and working from home and also doing housework, but as a semi-retired senior, it has given me more freedom in my schedule. Here in the midst of this magnificent springtime it has given me more time for taking a walk. I've been a walker for years, enjoying the unique beauty of each season as I go out to get my heart rate up. But now the restlessness of this stay-at-home order has got me wondering, how can I use my walking to take care of some of those things that I'm missing from travel? Surely there are places to explore and things to discover and unlimited new beauty right here, around the corner. And so I have been more intentional about finding new places or less familiar ones to take my walks. Or else I've tried seeking out of the way places in the parks where I regularly visit. I have been getting off the paved path to walk on the grass and through the woods in order to see what I haven't noticed yet. And I keep finding treasure. This first Sunday of June is traditionally the Sunday that we would be having our church picnic. So instead of that, Come and share with me some of the treasures I've found in nature. I walk here in Overlook Park all the time because it's only a block from my house. So I was amazed to discover the hiding place of a herd of seven deer, including a buck, as I wandered through the grass on the unpathed side of the drainage pond. I unknowingly startled two large mating snapping turtles who then startled me when they dived into the water with a splash after I left the path to explore their little pond. As I continued to seek out less familiar paths, new roads or areas, my need for discovery and beauty were met by a large grassy puddle full of frogs singing their courtship song, sort of a mmm. and a week or so later, in the same puddle, I saw a whole lot of swimming tadpoles. There was an unexpected waterfall, a covered bridge to walk through, a brilliant cardinal splashing in a wooded stream An Amish Ascension Day celebration in a yard I passed, wild flowers galore, ferns growing out of a rock cliff, and yes, Todd, a Baltimore Oriole, and the chance to climb over a fence on a stile to gain access to a path mowed along the Lidditz Run stream Inviting those wanting to fish, and I assumed people like me, to wander through a beautiful Lancaster County farm. As I stood watching the Liddits run, meander past tall purple wild flocks, with a flock of sheep in the meadow on the other side, and horses grazing nearby, I was struck by the fact that this deeply satisfying beauty was only a few miles from my front door. It was free, and as long as you could climb over that stile, it was accessible. But I wouldn't have found it if I hadn't taken this new road. Now, these things I saw are not actually so amazing or exotic. What made them so rewarding to me was the mindset that enabled me to see them. I approach things differently when I'm walking off the path or exploring a new place. I walk slower. I look more intentionally. I pay attention. I expect to discover I anticipate new possibilities. Might these same practices help us as a congregation to find treasure as we navigate the new road that the pandemic is requiring us to walk on our journey towards, once again, having gathered worship? In our own ways, we have grieved these 13 weeks that we have needed to worship apart. The losses of our singing together, the intimacy of our Sunday school classes, the precious faces of our children, the sharing of coffee. We had been comfortable and blessed by our familiar ways of doing church. But we were thrown on to a new path one that we kept hoping was temporary. And we have certainly found riches on this different way. The beauty of music from multiple cultures and traditions, the personalities of our children shown during Rhoda's show and tell time, the shared poems and Zoom interactions. You know what has blessed you most yet we have walked this path of technology hoping it could be a short one. But the road ahead will call us to something different, yet again, something new. What will it look like? We did not seek this adventure or ask for it. Yet, could we believe that by needing to go, a new way, we might find unexpected treasure. In the book of Isaiah, God promises to do a new thing because for those folks it was necessary. We may not yet perceive it, but in this wilderness of personal distancing, God knows a way to do a new thing because it is necessary. In the dryness of this desert, God promises a river to quench our thirst. The people Isaiah is writing to are not so sure they want something new. And it is hard to look at the changes that might have to happen in order for us to meet safely together with anything but dread. Yet this new path Can lead us, because God leads us, to places of discovery and possibility. What gifts of wisdom, maturity, and burden sharing are waiting to be noticed? Because we're walking slower, moving forward together so that no one is left behind. What treasures of creativity and cooperation are around that next bend because we're being so intentional? What surprise of deepening faith and growing community will spring forth because we are looking more closely? What courage and patience will we find because we walk with anticipation and even expectation? We don't know yet. That's part of the fun of the journey. That's why we explore. That's part of the joy of discovery. But it is the walking with hope that makes the discovery possible. Thirteen weeks ago, March 15th, was the first Sunday that our church was closed. I just happened to be the preacher that day, too. And so I remember that our lectionary scripture... Was that story from John where Jesus has a theological discussion with a woman whom he asked a drink from. Responding to her question, Jesus counseled that the, that true worship happens when we worship in spirit and in truth. It isn't about whether it's on a particular mountain or somewhere in Jerusalem. And it doesn't depend on whether we are standing together in the aisle singing loudly or crowding together eagerly in a Sunday school room. Even as worship has been happening online, it will happen also as we meet in small groups in our backyards, as we walk together on wide trails, as we join in small clusters with Sunday school friends. True worship happens when God is honored. And God is honored when we honor one another's needs. God is honored with the continued sharing of food on Monday nights as committed volunteers spread out in the kitchen. Worship will happen as we encourage one another in finding meaningful ways to participate in Lancaster City, during this time of hurt and turmoil or as we continue to wrestle with the racism in our own hearts and we will worship God in truth through the shared, continued sharing of burdens (coughs) as we pray for and support one another. (coughs) The danger of the path is the pollen in your throat. The spirit we celebrated last week at Pentecost will guide us as we walk together in and into a new way of doing things so that our worship will stay true. True worship that honors God by honoring the well-being of one another. True worship that honors God by choosing to trust God enough to expect blessings on this really different road. God is about to do a new thing. Now it springs forth. God help us to perceive it. Walk well.